0: To the world. Amen. Today we continue with our stewardship series, Trust Issues, because I would wager to guess that many, if not all of us, have issues trusting God completely with our whole selves. Last week, Alan did a fantastic job, and he focused on how we are challenged with trusting God with our talents, our financial gifts, our money. Because it's often that part of our lives that we are most reluctant to give and hand over to God. Today, we are focusing on the question is God big enough? And for that, we turn to the very, very beginning. Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. So hear these words from Scripture. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness God called night. And there was evening, and there was morning that first day. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. 2020, I can confidently say, has been a year of chaos. I could list all of the ways that that is true, but I think at this point we all know them pretty well. Let me highlight one thing though. Murder hornets march through our lives into such disarray that for months we didn't know which way was up. Now, we think we know which way is up, but it's like when the world righted itself, everything toppled down to the earth and landed in different places. And we have to walk through miles of quicksand to turn each piece right side up. And every time we turn around, there's a cat that knocks something off of the table again that we have to go and pick up. It's like we're living in Alice's wonderland, where nothing makes sense and anything could happen. I am someone who likes order and routine. And when life around me is not as it should be, as I think it should be, I've been known to get a little frazzled, we'll say. So I have been on this constant quest to bring order to my family's chaotic lives. But the rules keep changing in this game of life. It's like we are taking care of a gigantic newborn, and every time we settle into a schedule, something changes, and we have to start all over again. Do you know what I mean? 2020 gives today's scripture a whole new meaning. This is a scripture that we might know very, very well, and we might hear it and brush it off within well, I know what that one means. But after this year, this scripture, I have a whole new appreciation for this scripture. The message paraphrase says, first this, God created the heavens and earth. All you see, all you don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, an inky blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. God spoke, light, and light appeared. God saw that light was good and separated light from dark. God named the light day. God named the dark night. It was evening and it was morning, day one. This is a story that's not so much about creation out of nothing, as it is a creation out of a world that is made up of wild and, and waste, formless and void. The Hebrew word for this is tohu vivohu. And that just the sound of that, you can understand the chaos that it ensues. In Genesis, the world that we know it, everything we see and everything that we don't see, is created out of this soup, of nothingness, this watery abyss. In man, many ancient Near Eastern stories, this watery abyss is this primordial waters, and they're a symbol of chaos, absolute chaos. These are the same chaotic waters that well back up into the world in the story of Noah, Moses, who's Moses? Of Noah and the great flood. So it's this formless void or this soup of nothingness. I think that's my new favorite phrase in the Bible right now. It isn't just nothing, it's complete and utter chaos. It's everything all jumbled up together, formless in that there is stuff, but there's no form to the stuff. There's no up or down, left or right. There's nothing because everything is all together all at once, kind of like this year. But then we see that this formless void is not the only thing that's present in the beginning. A wind from God swept over the face of the waters. The message, paraphrase, puts it this way. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. Over this raw stuff of creation broods the spirit of God. Wind and spirit are this same word, ruach, in Hebrew. And the verb that's translated swept in Deuteronomy, that same word is used to describe a mother eagle hovering, brooding over her young ones. So like a brooding hen, like a brooding bird incubating her eggs, the Holy Spirit brings forth life of every sort at God's command. If we jump ahead in this first Genesis story, we see that, and God said, let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the dome of the sky. So God created the sea monsters and every living creature that moves of every kind with which the waters swarm and every winged bird of every kind. And God saw that it was good. These primordial waters are the birthplace of life. Out of that chaos, light was created. Our concept of the passage of time was created out of this soup of nothingness by God. All of it comes forth at the command of a God who created out of sheer joy and delight. And God saw that it was good. And God named them. And there was evening and there was morning. The, ver- the, the first creation story is literally a story about God creating order out of chaos. And in the same way, the Spirit can bring order into our chaotic lives. Just as the Spirit moved among and upon the waters at creation, the Spirit can also and does also move upon the chaos of our human lives, bringing order to our lives. God's Spirit can set things right, can set things in their place in our lives, here and now, just as God did in the beginning of everything. Just as God created the light and the stars and the moon and us out of this soup of nothingness. Is God big enough? Is God big enough to handle the chaos of 2020? Yes. God can and God will bring order out of the chaos that we find ourselves in. But sometimes, we get caught up in ordering our things and our people and our time that we forget that it's not really ours to begin with as alan shared last week everything that we have everything we own everything we possess is a gift from god our very life's breath is a gift from god And if everything is God's, then it is God's job to order it, and God will. If we allow God and God's spirit to move through our lives, just like it moved across that watery abyss. This past week, I heard a question from Shelley Miller's new book called Searching for Certainty. It says, what are you relying on to feel at peace in the world? What are you relying on to feel at peace in the world? There is a weariness right now. A desire for everything to get back to the normal that we left in March And I know I'm not the only one that keeps thinking, can it just be over now? Can we be done now, please? I find myself relying on that sense of normal in order to feel at peace. Because we are still in the formless void of 2020. And we can't see how anything could possibly be created out of this chaos that we're experiencing. But God can see. God could see the possibilities of sea creatures, of birds and animals of all kinds, of us in that watery abyss. And God can see what is possible out of 2020. We just have to be patient and allow God to do God's work. Are you relying on the world that can change from one day to the next in order to feel at peace? Are you relying on yourself and creating your own sense of normal in this world? Or are you relying on God to feel at peace? The God who literally ordered the entire world out of chaos, I pray that this week that we might live trusting that our God is big enough. That the same spirit that ruminated over the primordial waters, that brooded like a mother hen, created us and called us good. That that spirit, that God that created out of the soup of nothingness is with us each and every day. Amen and amen. Now I invite you to share your joys, your concerns with us in the comments, And know that whatever you post on the internet is on the internet so everyone can see. If you don't feel comfortable sharing in that way, please feel free to email us and there's a form on our website where you can submit prayer requests and we will be praying with you and for you throughout this week. So let us come together in prayer during this next song. Uh, Thank just- few ministry or prayers a few ministry moments for us it's not that time guys it's prayer time we have a few prayers that have come through so far uh, Marla asked for prayers for a student whose father passed away last week Katie asked for prayers for her school family they had their first positive case of COVID and quarantine students return this coming week Dana asks for prayers for college students as they deal with all the regular college challenges as well as COVID concerns. May they have peace during this chaotic time. George asks for prayers for Kathy as she has a skin graft tomorrow and prayers that it will be successful, yes. And joy that my family and I went on vacation. We had safe travels, we did. And I also want to add in there just... A joy, a, a, a prayer of thanks that um, the, I could walk away and I had no service for a whole week. And I was very confident that anything that arose here at the church would be handled by the amazing staff. And it was just such a wonderful experience to have that peace of mind and of heart for that. And we did have a grand old time just sitting by a fire and going on hikes. Um, Jason asked for prayers for his niece, Olivia, who has a bone infection. She is in the hospital. She, uh, Shelly asked for um, prayers, continued prayers for Grant, who just turned 15 in the middle of his fight against juvenile leukemia. Yes. Jen asked for prayers for healing and trust for her friend, Anne, who had her first chemo treatment for breast cancer this week. Prayers for each of us to trust our Father God, to follow Jesus, and to breathe the Holy Spirit. Yes. Oh, thank you, Malik, for a beautiful hymn. (laughs) And I do want to thank everyone for all of the cards and the postcards and the emails that I've been receiving for Pastor Appreciation Month. It's been so fun to go to our mailbox each day and see the different messages. And um, the kudos board, which it took me until yesterday to realize that it was kudos, like kudos, good job, board. I don't know. Apparently my brain has been on vacation for much longer than a week. And I also do want to recognize that we have two other pastors that are connected with our church. We have Pastor Barbara, who does our care ministries and, and visits people and prays for people and connects um, with people. And so very grateful for her in this time as always. And then also um, Pastor Kathy Decreedy. She is an ordained deacon that is affiliated with Brexville UMC. And I am grateful for the different ways that she voluntarily serves through our church, teaching classes and, and leading, helping me lead in, in communion and different sacraments. And it really is a joy to work with both of them and have them as part of our, our church family. And then Anne says, um, "Continued prayers for healing. She has another anchor. Ankle surgery scheduled. And then um, also, P.S., ha- happy anniversary, husband. Yeah. It's been 12 years, guys. We've made it. Pretty proud. Okay. And with that, let us go to our Lord in prayer. Creator God, you are the one who creates beauty out of chaos. You are the one that can see all of the possibilities in this, our lives, in this year. And God, many of us, we come to this time together with you today with burdens and we are seeking your healing. And then others have come with joys, celebrating the goodness and the blessings that abound. And God, we know that each one is welcome here. And that there is so much work to be done in this world. Injustice, greed, isolation, alienation all exist when we have forgotten to be your people of peace rather than chaos. God, we have spoken the names of people who are dear to us, seeking prayers for their needs. Let us also remember to be faithfully working for you in all that we do. Help us to understand how we can be your hands and your feet of reconciliation and of healing in this world. And God, you know that these things are just simply a glimpse of what is racing through our minds. And so we pause now to lift up to you in silent prayers those things that lay heavy on our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In the coming week, oh God, help us to trust you, knowing and being confident that you are, in fact, big enough to handle this year, to handle any mess that we might create. Thank you, God, for your love, for your grace, your peace, your hope, for all of you that surpasses all understanding. And we pray these things in the name of Jesus, as we pray the prayer together that he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I invite you to come to our worship service at five o'clock and celebrate our third graders getting their Bibles. And it is it will be a good time to see one another and the rain is supposed to hold off until after the service and and before the service and after the service. We're supposed to get a little window. So at this time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Have a great week.
1: For people to raise our song above, and we dare to claim the promise of Your love. Though the day may not yet be here, we trust it soon will be when Your church. Everyone inside, for in God there is a welcome. In God, we all belong. May that welcome be our song. Oh, we sing for all the children that. By fear and shame, so afraid of who they are and who they love. May the message now be banished, that your love is for the few. May their faith in you renew. Oh, may our hearts and minds be opened, bling the church doors open wide for everyone inside, for in God there is a welcome, in God we all belong, may that welcome be our song, God we're working for the future. Wide. May there be room enough for everyone in